0: Okay, great, but now you got to go do it again, and again, and again. Good morning to you. Good Friday morning. I'm Dan Kovacevic of DK Pittsburgh Sports, and this is Daily Shot of Penguins. It comes your way bright and early every weekday. If you're into football and or baseball, I also offer Daily Shots of Steelers and Pirates where you found this. Penguins 4, Wild 1. But I can't just give you that one score anymore. Because there's three of them. There's three of these teams in play. The Islanders beat the Lightning 6-1. to They had Brian Elliott in goal. What did you think was going to happen? But that's also the risk you run by taking this sort of thing, this deep into the regular season. And the Panthers won over the Senators 7-2. to And that's it. Nothing changed in the standings. Everyone can be all happy about having you know beaten a pretty good Minnesota team, avoiding having Marc-Andre Fleury eliminate you on your own ice. Uh you know, some good games, individual games. Chris Letang, Ricard Raquel, Jason Zucker, and Jeff Carter got the goals. Carter's goal was gorgeous. A beautiful pass by Drew O'Connor and an even more beautiful redirect by Carter on the backhand. Credit were due. Oh, and by the way, it was a really authoritative Brian Dumoulin rush that got the puck to, okay, (laughs) just throwing that in there, okay? Lots and lots to like. It was about as close as this team gets to a complete effort. If you subtract more of those annoying third-period penalties, and, and, and you don't, you can't, but that's that's probably about as good as this team gets. And yet, all it did was keep water at its level. So the real trick here is finding a way to make this game count in some form, in any form, going into Detroit tomorrow. where I don't have to remind anybody how that went last time only a week ago. But hey, being who I am, I went and reminded Latang of that, and this was what he had to say. Can you, can you guys carry this into Detroit? Obviously, things didn't go well there at all last time we were there. Yeah, I mean, I, we don't think about what happened last time. We we have to just focus uh, um, on the game. That, the, the game that is coming ahead, and like tonight, uh, we'll have to focus in the meeting. We're about ourselves and what we need to do. And uh, it's going to be uh, the next, the same thing. I then went and reminded Mike Sullivan of that, and this is what he had to say. Mike, going into Detroit, where things obviously didn't go well uh, last time, do you find a way to carry this into it? Do you take a clean slate approach? I'm talking about from from your standpoint as a head coach. Well, I mean i'll I'll give some thought into that over the next twenty four hours I think uh you know our focus was on this one here tonight um but obviously you know we've got to, we've gotta do a better job we gotta find a way to have success and and I know we're capable of that you know i th- i think uh i don't I don't think they've seen our best and and so that's what we need to bring we We need to bring our best each and every day and and uh that's just the reality where we're at right now, yeah, no promises. Nothing but looking forward. There's no point really in regretting something that happened several days ago. Never mind that it's happened time and time and time again over the course of the season. All they can do is try to be better in the next one. But they have to be. They've got to block the shots. They've got to. I... Did you see them being physical? Did you see them knocking people over at times? It was mutual. Minnesota's guys were physical, too, but it was the Penguins really who were the aggressors. I don't want to overstate that. They weren't exactly, you know, obliterating people, but they were throwing checks and they were turning them into something. They looked like, you know, they were universally invested. And by the way, it was lines one through four and defense pairings one through three. All of them. All of them. I don't know that I've seen Carter specifically play a better overall game than he did in this one. And I'd say that without the goal. He looked like he was striding with some confidence. He looked like he wanted the puck on his blade. I don't know what happened. Don't really care all that much. But it happened. I don't know what got into Mikhail Granlund to put himself in the position that he did to block that shot that really gave him a stinger on what appeared to be the right skate. Put him out for a little bit, but he was able to return. All those guys, then you work your way down to the third defense pairing, which was Mark Friedman and then Jan Ruda being back in the lineup. Uh, Sullivan singled out that pairing for some praise after the game but this is it they didn't they didn't reinvent the wheel here they didn't come up with some well hey if we only do this we'll be just fine kind of moment they've known this many times they knew it right before they went to detroit the last time they played a really nice couple of games and it just doesn't matter it doesn't matter not a single person will be surprised if they go into Little Caesars Arena and the Red Wings just skate circles around them for the first 20 minutes. So, you know, if I sound excessively cynical here, it's because I've seen this, okay? I've seen a lot of this. And I'm not Charlie Brown running up to Lucy's football again. If they win Saturday, guess what they got to do? Yeah, they got to beat a lousy Blackhawks team here in Pittsburgh on Tuesday night. And if they win that, they got to go into Columbus and beat an even lousier Blue Jackets team on Thursday night. I am completely convinced that they've got to win out. I might be wrong about this, but the standings that I'm looking at right at this second aren't exactly arguing back. When we come back, J1Q. J1Q comes from Brian, who says, DK, please name one trait that Mike Sullivan's Penguins consistently display that would lead an observer to believe that they are a well-coached team. I, I, I got two for you, 2016 and 2017, and I could keep going because this team has been, over the bigger bulk of Sullivan's tenure... And you can't deny this. You can't even come close to denying this. Over the majority of the time that Sullivan's been in Pittsburgh, they have been disciplined. They have been aggressive. They have been systematic. They've had no drama, which, by the way, is kind of a big deal in professional sports. And he's done something else that's kind of a big deal in professional sports, which is Work with and get the most out of his best players. Let's not be that myopic that we don't remember that just before him, Mike Johnston wasn't able to get that at all. So even with Sid, Gino, and LaTang and everybody else, they're not automatic. Their production isn't automatic. You still have to have the right coach at hand. But here's what you're doing. This is what you're doing. You are taking This roster, over the past season and a half, maybe the past two full seasons, and you're expecting Sullivan to make it shine, and and you can't have it both ways. You can't say that, and as everyone does, and I agree with them, that Ron Hextall has butchered absolutely everything about the salary cap, about the bottom six forwards, uh, about a ton of different things. You can't say that and then in the same breath say, well, Sullivan's not getting anything out of these guys. That's that's absurd. I mean, just rewind what I just said and listen to those last seven seconds again. The two things don't line up. Sure, you can have a lousy GM and a lousy coach, but what you can't have is a lousy GM and a coach was who was perfectly fine and considered one of the best in the league until this GM came along. That makes no sense. I hate a ton of the traits of this team, including, maybe highlighted by, their inability slash unwillingness to come out prepared for some of the most important games. But if you want to be one of those drunken Steelers fans who says on Sunday evening after the game that, Ah, Tomlin didn't have these guys ready, I'm really hoping we can have a higher level of discourse than that with this show. I, I really, really hope that. Has Sullivan had flaws Over the course of this season, yes, I have spoken of them repeatedly. Has he had flaws that weren't necessarily exposed before get more exposed now than ever? Yes. Not only have I spoken of them, I've written of them, and I have asked him questions about them. So it's not like I'm numb to this concept that Sullivan's not having a great year. But he can have a not great year with a woefully, fatally probably, flawed roster and still be one hell of a hockey coach and somebody you're lucky to have for the long term. I appreciate the question. I appreciate everybody listening to Daily Shot of Penguins. We will have another one of these on Monday.